Welcome to the special edition of You Know What I Love? In celebration of June is Audiobook Month. Sit back, relax, grab some popcorn and your beverage of choice, and come hang out with me and 30 of my friends this entire month as we cover the topic of what we love, audiobooks. It's going to be a lot of fun, and you don't want to miss this. So come on, join us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show, You Know What I Love, with the specific highlighted focus on June is Audiobook Month. Honestly, this is probably one of my favorite months of all time because it is just so cool to see the creative minds coming to life. I mean, outside of our normal creative space when it comes to, you know, doing voiceovers and recording audiobooks, but just to see where they go further as far as, you know, June 1st, uh, post up a video of your first audiobook or June 6th, post up um, a genre you haven't gotten into, you know, something like that, uh, or even like the bloopers. If you ever catch bloopers from an audiobook narrator, those are hilarious and I highly recommend them. But I'm going to get carried away just bragging about that. Today's June the 10th, and I have a wonderful guest with me. Not a narrator, but highly involved in the audiobook world nonetheless. Ladies and gentlemen, give a big, big, big round of applause for my friend Viviana Itso, the enchantress herself for design and promo. <laughs> Viviana, welcome to the show. So glad you were here. Thanks for letting me be part of this. It's so fun. And at the same time, a little awkward to be on this end of it. <laughs> I bet I'm so. One in <laughs> <laughs> so with this being June is audiobook month. And likewise, with the name of the show, you know what I love. There's got to be something about your love for audiobooks that said, you know what? I have to get involved. So I got to ask you, how did you get started in the audiobook business as far as advertising for it, designing for it, that kind of thing? Oh, uh, I've been an avid reader for since I was about two. There's a photo of my mom. My mom took a photo of me, uh, you know, reading while in the potty. Um, and that's one of the <laughs> things that's acceptable when you're two, right? To right. put out in public. Um, but it's just kind of cemented. I've always loved stories. And then about... It's been nine years now um, that a friend of mine and I kind of launched Audiobook Lovin' series, mm -hmm. which is a month-long event, kind of similar to now yours, what you're doing, which is great. Um, and so we've been doing it for nine years and where we talk audiobooks and have authors and narrators as guests. And um, I've been doing it now solo by myself for about six six years i think mm -hmm. um and it just continues to grow now we have the podcast and that's going on yearly versus just once a month um and that kind of just started the whole there's a need for connecting being able to connect the narrators to the authors but also you know where there was a need for the readers and the listeners to discover you guys as well and what does that look like and and ensure that you guys understood that you are a business and that you need to have a lot of stuff kind of going on, like a website yeah. where we can contact you for casting. And many of y'all don't have that yet. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's getting there. It's getting better. Yeah, it's uh, getting there. Yeah, but it just kind of 
started from there and it originally started with working with authors and then that's been going on for about almost 15 years originally just with authors and then as audiobooks continue to grow and the the series and the podcast and stuff like that I'm like hey I think narrators can benefit from some of these services and and the rest is history <laughs> that is outstanding yeah all right so with you being an avid reader a story lover what was the first audiobook you ever listened to oh I still have the vinyl record of uh, Disney's Pinocchio. Dude, I had the same one. Yeah, it's from the 80s. I still have it. Um, I think those were first, technically my first audiobooks were those children's books um, on vinyl uh, growing up. And, you know, books on tape. I remember oh, yeah. doing those in, in school. But it's, it's just, it's been a love of being able to storytell. And I am very much of, when I read with my eyeballs, I see a movie in front of me, mm. kind of like you know, acting out. It's very similar even when I'm listening to it, almost like it's a lot more immersive for me, almost right. like sitting you know, in a, on the street or, or a bar and kind of watching everything kind of fold out in front of me. And it's just a lot more visually stunning and audio, you know, interactiveness on it when I listen to audiobooks. So, Oh, that's so cool. But yeah. Pinocchio. It was really, <laughs> really cool and and so just very uncanny that you brought up that specific vinyl record because mm -hmm. that was one of two of my first ever vinyl records and likewise stories. Mm -hmm. I had Disney's Pinocchio, the entire soundtrack on vinyl. And mm -hmm. you you may remember too, but it had the actual uh, drawn picture of mm -hmm. each scene on the record itself and then you flipped to side B and it had the rest of the pictures as well to wow. Monstro and Geppetto all the dudes were on there the great Stromboli was on there on the side B so that was really cool nice. and then the second one <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to admit this was a Sesame Street record talking <gasps> about Ernie's tiger hunt with Bert and Ernie and wow. he would go uh he would go out into the jungle of, of make believe or wherever it was, but he would carry with him his uh, his trusty rusty tiger gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good there. You did good. <laughs> oh, well, I'd, I'd listen to it a lot. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's always a, it's an interesting question, isn't it? Asking about that first kind of putting us on the spot and trying it to remember, is. like, especially as someone that listens or reads so much, I'm like, I don't. Aside from that one, I mean, that's de definitely my first, but I'm at the same time from an adult, I'm like, I, at this point, what haven't I listened to at this yeah. point? I think it becomes the, the question, which is also a lot because there's so many things being produced. So. Right. So mm -hmm. speaking of audio stuff from the 80s, did you ever have a Teddy Ruxpin? I did. Yes. Oh, <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> We forgot to replace the batteries and just kind of left him in there. And as batteries do with time, yep. it literally dissolved his backside. And that was the end of Teddy. We never got another one. But yeah, they have him out again. Do they really? Yes, they do. They re they, they you know, brought him back uh, a bit of the nostalgia stuff. It, they looked exactly the same, it was a little bit different on the design. Um, because of course, technology has gotten better, even when it comes down to making stuffed animals. Well, sure. Uh, but yeah, they did. I remember seeing them going, oh, oh, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. So I got to ask, what is your favorite genre of audiobooks and why? Oh, I love PNR, Paranormal Romance. It's, okay. 
it allows of a lot more of a disconnect from reality perspective and also kind of mm-hmm. like how I wish the world maybe was. <laughs> 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 you know, like, oh, crap, I left the door open. Move your hand and bam, it's closed. Talk about making life a little easier. No um, kidding. <laughs> yeah. All that magic stuff is is something that I've always kind of gravitated to. But I, I do love my paranormal and uh, anything from shifters to vampires to you know witches and oh my the gamut dragons all that fun stuff Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah there's uh there's a certain part of me that really really enjoys anything of the fantastical realm be it Mm -hmm. fey vampires werewolves dragons dwarves elves whatever loves it um like I was talking to uh, Anna Clements earlier in an earlier episode, mm-hmm. we got on the topic of fantasy books. And I was like, you know, my introduction to fantasy was the Dragons of Autumn Twilight, uh, the hmm. Dragonlance Chronicles by uh, Tracy Hickman and Margaret Weiss. Because I spent, it was either seventh or eighth grade year, I would literally walk home from school, nose pressed to the book, regardless couldn't care less of who was poking fun at me. Oh, there goes the nerd. He can't even see where he's walking. Don't care. Shut up. I'm reading about half-elves and dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> What's well, interesting because elves and, you know, and dwarves and things like that was traditionally just in fantasy. And yeah. now recently there's that's kind of moved into almost blurring the lines a little bit between paranormal romance mm. and fantasy romance where we do have a lot of that mystical fae and wars and high fantasy of we must do this before the end of the world. But by the way, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. I've seen and read uh, maybe one or two of those Mm -hmm. in my time. (laughs) Yeah. So those are fun. (laughs) All righty. Last question I've got for you here. Is there a genre of audiobooks that you haven't gotten into yet that you would like to one day? Hmm. Good question. I think, hmm. I don't know. I think I've, I've basically have listened to everything. I've discovered that I'm a huge uh, thriller kind of girl when okay. it comes on to TVs and, and, uh, and, you know, shows. Because, you know, watching a couple of them like <laughs> recently on Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime. And I'm going, why haven't I done this with books? <laughs> right. So, you know, so I might <laughs> I think that might be more where I've, I've read a few of them before. And even in some of the the romance stuff that I, the romantic suspense is, is one of my other favorites. And that's my second favorite genre of sorts. And so I see it there, but I haven't done a full fledged thriller murder mystery kind of a thing and or action-packed thrillers so I'm, I'm looking to see into that um so from that person i think that might be the one that i would love to get more into okay that is awesome <laughs> but now it's time for the game of utter nonsense are you ready as i'll ever be <laughs> <laughs> i'm i'm not ever played this game before so <clears throat> you're my first james <laughs> awesome i'm glad to be your first <laughs> this is a card game and as you know we we get more uh no actually we're not going to get more into it i'm only going to give you one card each uh because you know for for the sake of time but if you can imagine just this game like in a in a group setting this can be played with you know 
two people. It can be played with 10 people. Uh, but the concept is very similar to Cards Against Humanity or Apples to Apples or even Evil Apples, but nowhere near as crude. But the highlight <laughs> focus is on accents and just funny voices. Thankfully, nothing as, you know, daunting as, let's say, oh, my gosh, I can't do a good, you know, French accent to save my life. No, no, nothing like that. It'd be something like, you know, tired or nasally. Well, I think mm -hmm. I even saw Chewbacca in here at once, but I'm not going to do that one for you. Thank so, you. <laughs> I have two cards here for you. One is a phrase and the okay. other one is the accent or vocal effect to say that phrase. Which do you want first? The accent your accent is side mouth talker okay so kind of like you're spreading a little bit of gossip on the other side of the room kind of thing mm -hmm. <laughs> your phrase is as follows your dog is doing the boot scooting boogie across my new carpet <laughs> that's a long line <laughs> <laughs> Your dog, okay. What's that line again? Your dog is doing... Your dog is doing the boot scooting boogie across my carpet. My carpet, okay. Side talker. Hmm. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so now I just got to try saying that. Yes. Your dog is doing this boot scooping across my carpet. <laughs> <laughs> outstanding. Oh, outstanding. Goodness. I'm like, I was visualizing Drew Barrymore a little bit there. <laughs> that works. That, she like that. Yeah. <laughs> that works. Oh my goodness. So we're going to go and wrap up the show for today. Um, mm -hmm. For those of you who want to know more about what Viviana does in regards to the promoting, the marketing, and just all-around design and promo for audiobooks, Viv, where can they find you online? What are your social media tags? Oh, okay. So for I try to have separate accounts, but honestly, they're all you can easily find them in either way with the Enchantress as a start. So Enchantress design and promo is along the lines of what I use across social media platforms mm -hmm. um, or Enchantress of books or just, you know, sometimes just my name, Viviana Izzo, can be uh, kind of collectively of finding everything from the podcast to the marketing and promotional stuff to books, reviews and all that fun stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Truly, truly appreciate it. And for those of you out there listening, once again, thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll see you tomorrow with a brand new guest. Not going to tell you who it is. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> you got to tune in for that kind of thing. But no <laughs> Love worries. Love you all. Thank you so much. And until next time, peace be with you. Bye. And as they say in show business, that's a wrap. Stick around for tomorrow as I've got a new guest for you for June is Audiobook Month, right here on You Know What I Love?